A lot of people are going to wake up tomorrow morning. They're going to tune in to WMAY looking for that council roundup. They're going to be disappointed, Chris. They're going to be disappointed. Why? 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 Because there's not going to be a council roundup tomorrow. There's not. I'm going on strike. What? No. (laughs) No. There's no council meeting tonight, so no council roundup. There's five Tuesdays in this month. Which means there's only four council meetings per month, so they uh, they take one of the five Tuesdays off. Today just happens to be that uh, that one of the five Tuesdays that wow. uh, aldermen aren't going to be meeting. But that doesn't stop us from delving into city business, uh, and we do that now with Alderman Chuck Redpath with WMAY. Alderman, thanks for taking time with us this morning. And I reached out hey, to you you're because welcome. yeah, and I reached out to you because you're you're formerly from law enforcement, a retired uh, law enforcement officer, uh, yeah. and if, from what I understand, the family it kind of it runs in your blood. Uh, so I wanted to get your reaction to what. Aldermen, including yourself, are going to be taken up uh, possibly next week when it comes to um, reforms for Springfield Police Department. So, um, your understanding, what what are we looking at that uh, could be up for a vote? Well, they, they, uh, Alderman Turner and Gregory has brought forward a a police reform measures, but uh, you know, my first reaction, obviously, as a law enforcement person, is that they're trying to attack the police department and and maybe handcuff them and not allow them to do their jobs. But uh, you know, there's been a couple re- revisions in the in the in the ordinance since uh, it's the, the talk started, and you know, after reading it all through last night, I I really don't see uh, a whole lot of things that we don't already do or uh, really are following state statute. So uh, I don't know that this is going to have as much resistance as, as we first thought it was going to have, because frankly, uh, you know, the, the chief of police has is, uh, is set our police department up to uh, do these things, and he's been doing them for quite a long time. We don't use the chokeholds anymore or that kind of stuff. Uh, you know, we uh, we have tools on our on our belts as police officers that we have to use to de-escalate situations to for the safety of the police officers and people around them. And so, I think uh, it's going to be a, a a debate, but I think it's nothing that we can't work through. And uh, I have a meeting with the command staff here uh, at ten o'clock. Then we're going to talk through some other things. And and um, I I am proposing a a amendment that I can't divulge right now, but I'm going to put in uh, I'm going to propose an amendment to uh to uh kind of make it open up the dialogue so you can't share with us what that what that's going to be alderman Come well on. you know well i probably can and here's <laughs> here's the here's the reason uh, you know uh, they're asking the police department to work on de-escalation they're mm-hmm. talking about not using certain tools on their belts they're talking about uh the way they and, 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 that's, and that's and that's and like that's the the pepper spray or the tear gas or uh, some of the other uh, types of uh, uh, less lethal implements. Yes, and and you know the reason those in, those tools are put on a police officer's belt is for uh, to not use lethal force, and that's that's important to understand. Uh, they don't use billy clubs like they used to do in the old days back in the '60s, and and uh, now we have tasers and we have. Uh, OC spray and we have and those kind of tools before you have to go to a, your weapon and, and believe me police officers don't want to do that and as a matter of fact in the last couple of weeks there's been people shooting at the police 
and the police didn't have to shoot back because of their training, basically the de-escalation and, and, and the good training that they're getting. So th- those kind of things are, are up for discussion. And, and you know, the no-knock warrants and stuff, police officers still have to get permission from a judge and show, ju- show just cause why they uh, need a no-knock warrant. It's basically for the safety of the police officer or maybe an informant who might be involved. And then uh, also about uh, preserving evidence. So th- these are not unu- these are not anything new that they're bringing forward. But uh, I think it's important that we also turn the turn the page here and make it so we uh, talk to the community. I think we have to have some maybe some training for some community groups to tell us uh, that they're talking to young people and teaching them how we should interact when we're with police. You know, you just don't come out and there's a lot of disrespect going out maybe both ways. And so if we open this up for, hey, look, please, you're going to, you guys need to do certain things, but the public, you know, you're really required to do certain things too. You can't resist arrest. You have to follow the instructions of police officers. And you also should show respect to each other. If you, if you don't get confrontational, it's not going to be confrontational. So I'm preparing an amendment to uh, to the ordinance to maybe look at that kind of thing. Well, we'll be uh, looking forward to that and maybe bring you back on as we uh, get closer to next week's meeting uh, when sure, this comes sure. up. 7.45 now. We're talking with Springfield Alderman Chuck Redpath with WMAY. And, uh, Chris, you had talked with uh, Alderman Gregory last week uh, about mm-hmm. uh, uh, this this measure and, in particular, uh, some of the uh, the issues when it comes to interactions with police. What was your uh, takeaway from that? And we can get a reaction. Basically the same Alderman as Alderman Redpath. Redpath. You know, I didn't really hear anything new coming out of that, you know, from Alderman Gregory, I mean, he basically was talking about uh, nothing really new than what uh, the department uh, guidelines that are going on right now with Chief Winslow. And Chief Winslow kind of said the same thing, too. So I guess, Alderman, my question to you is, is that how are we going to make sure that everybody's satisfied with this agreement? (laughs) Well, you're never going to – hey, you guys know. You've been around Springfield a long time. You're never going to satisfy everyone. That's true. But it's important for us to understand that we have – this is a time for change and a time for, uh, you know, observation and, and, and dialogue. We all need to work together. You know, we've, we've been very fortunate in the city of Springfield not to have uh, real bad incidents happen. Every day we still have gang problems, and, that, and a lot of the shootings that are going on right now are related to gangs fighting each other. So it's not the random stuff that you find people uh, that are hit but but innocent people are hit in the middle of it but that's that's that but you know we got to make sure that everybody's represented and i know alderman turner and alderman gregory are doing what they feel is right for their community and we all got to do what's right for the whole committee community though and make sure that our police officers are safe and and in addition to our 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 citizenry Uh, everybody has a right to live in harmless uh you know peace and and not have to worry about these these situations so um, I'm hoping that uh, they're carrying the message from from the from the people they represent, and we're all carrying the message for the rest of the city. Well, Alderman, uh, to that, I mean, I think one of the the large uh, points of criticism that we've seen uh, nationally, uh, and some of it was, you know, in Springfield. Gosh, it's been years now, but with like Shredgate, for instance. Surely you remember right. following all that, right. uh, and it, and it deals with um, you know police accountability for uh, when bad actors are caught doing bad things, and you know whether these. Rep- Reports are kept secret or they're used to hold people accountable and so on. On the flip side of it, how do we ensure that bad actors in law enforcement are held accountable? Because I think that's what really uh, a lot of the, the, the concerns are from those looking for reforms. 
Well, you're right. And listen, uh, 99% of the police officers in this country don't want bad actors. They don't want bad police officers. I don't want somebody backing me up that, that, that I know is going to do bad things. And uh, we have a great command staff over there. Kim, uh, uh, Chief Winslow has absolutely uh, led the, the charge to uh, interact with uh, our, our minority community. He's, he's reached out. He holds, he holds meetings uh, with those folks. And, and there, there is dialogue going back and forth. And and he does take input, and he does change his general orders to that. Uh, we have to respect and 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 really follow the lead of our, our professionals here. And we got a, a great command staff over there, and they they're doing a, a pretty darn good job. And you know, we as the city council, and uh, with our police review board that we have, but you know, the police review board hasn't been used very much. But you need people on that board that understand what law enforcement officers do, and you need people that represent the uh, people that are thinking they don't they're not getting a fair shake everybody needs to keep their eyes open we as the city council have to be watchdogs over over our police department and in, in, uh, in the city in general but uh, over our police department make sure that things are doing right i can tell you that the chief of police and the command staff has dealt out discipline and even terminations of people who are not following the policies uh, on on use of force or uh, racial discrimination or anything like that, I can tell you this chief will not put up with any malarkey. Should those things be highlighted to show that, you know, I understand you can't get into personnel issues a lot of times, right. and that's uh, a shield of sorts, but uh, should those be highlighted more to show that, uh, you know, in Springfield, uh, the police chief's not messing around? Well, you know, I, I don't, I, I guess it's not public knowledge how much they do behind the scenes with this stuff, but, you know, we, but wouldn't that I, help, though, if it was to, you know, in a way combat that perception? Yeah, I guess so. I guess it would. And maybe that's something that the mayor has to figure out on how we're going to communicate those things when somebody's disciplined or term. You're right about the personnel thing. You've got to be, we got to be very careful because we, we don't have, we don't have the authority to, to, Put out people's names, especially if they're in the middle of an investigation, that type of thing. And then there's legal but, ramifications and lawsuits that can fly all over the place, which ends up costing taxpayers a lot of money in the end. It, we get sued every day. I've been I've been on the city council since 1987. I've been sued a million times. <laughs> <laughs> Finally, Alderman Redpath, yesterday or last week when I had uh, Alderman Gregory on, I asked him about what's the one thing that he wished that the police knew uh, from the Citizens Award, too, and, and basically the Citizens of Springfield. And he said that they uh, are loved more than they think they are. Uh, you know, you've been in law enforcement. Did you feel the love from people, you know, as you were working in that? And uh, is that pretty much true that the Springfield police might be feeling underloved by the people? Well, right now they are because this is the national trend to beat up on the police. But yeah. I think in Springfield we have it different. You know, my dad was a police officer, my grandfather, brothers, uncles, cousins, back to 1925. And I'm going to just tell you something. First thing my father told me is, look, son, uh, when you show up at a, at a crime scene, you got to remember people are having a bad day. And you can't take things personally. And that's the, the something I try to instill in young police officers all the time. Look, Remember that you got you got to treat things uh, as with equal justice, just as like you do everything else. And I, but the one thing I've incorporated in my in my tenure for these young these young police officers is remember everybody's got a camera on, so you better be professional all the time and never let your guard down and make sure you're doing the right thing. Alderman Chuck Redpath, greatly appreciate your time as always, and we'll check back in on that uh, amendment to the uh, police reform ordinance that uh, could come up next week. So uh, yes, have a great sir. day. We'll talk soon. Okay, guys, thanks a lot. Yep.